Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the City of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today is Tuesday, February 26, 2019, and my co-host is Jasmine Siebert, Video Specialist for the City of Stillwater. Hello. Today we have Justin Mingus from the Stillwater Chamber of Commerce. He's going to be talking with us today. Welcome, Justin. How are you doing? Fantastic. I've had plenty of coffee this morning. Oh, yay. Okay. Maybe you can make up for the both of us. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, So to get started, uh, we're going to do a lightning round of questions, and we're going to ask you some random but revealing questions. Are Uh you ready? I'm concerned. You're concerned? (laughs) You should be. All right. What is your most used emoji on your phone? I don't know if I'm proud of this or embarrassed, but I've never sent an emoji. What? Never. Like, is there a reason for it? You just don't know where the keyboard is, or you think it's like immature? What? What's the reason? No, my eight-year-old showed me where they were, oh. <laughs> so I know exactly where they're listed. I think since it's been so long since I've never sent one, it's like, what does the first emoji need to be? Like, I can't just... The pressure is on. It, yeah, it's built to this point <laughs> yes. where now I don't know what it needs to be. So maybe we need to have like a contest on what's my first emoji going to be. I think that's what we need to do. There's there's so much writing on this. This this could set a trend for you. Yeah. <laughs> is there a bow tie emoji? I don't know. I that would there be cute. Is. I bet okay. there is. That's what you need. Uh-huh. If Sign not, off all his texts. With if yeah, not, that'll it. be my new project. I'll, I'll go through the court that I think there's like mm-hmm. a list of five or six people that allow emojis to be created. So, so do you do GIFs? or anything like that I've never I've never done I'm I've been told that I text like a robot (laughs) (laughs) now I'm concerned about you yeah even more so they're very much just bulleted statements it's do this two things next one here's a good question for you who was your childhood actress crush uh Julia Roberts okay oh man I had all of the movies back in the day Mystic Pizza uh, oh, the yeah. rom-coms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't stand rom-coms, but that was yeah. like my favorite growing up was uh-huh. Julia Roberts. Now, if she made another one, would you just be right there for it? I probably would. Yeah. I'd make the exception. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Of course, the bow tie. Has it did left? It, yeah. yeah. Like, has it ever left? <laughs> well, I mean, it did whenever I started wearing them six years ago. I couldn't find stores that actually sold them. So oh, okay. now I guess it's it's more popular than it used to be. But a little trendy. I still wish it was trendier so that way i'd have more of a selection i feel like the more trendy it gets the more expensive they get they seem are they expensive i don't know i've never bought the same price 20 bucks or so okay so how many do you have too many too many (laughs) yeah i've got two or three different racks of bow ties racks of bow ties yeah Yeah. they're like little spinny deals you hang in your closet or whatever yeah so so what's the uh, process for picking the right bow tie is there is there a process for it? For any given day that I'm wearing in my outfit? Or, or does it go with does the outfit? Does it match your shoes or, or match yeah. your belt? What's the Socks. thing? You guys, are, you, guys are, yeah, you guys are thinking way too much. <laughs> I, I usually try to make sure it matches something. Something. Okay. Did I mention that I've never sent an emoji? Or I'm not necessarily <laughs> the trendiest person. I don't. <laughs> we funny. still love you. Okay. <laughs> Lightning round done. All Thank right. you. We've learned quite a bit today. Yes, and All I right. love it. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's see. I personally like to start all of my interviews off by asking, so how does someone become the leader of a chamber of commerce? How do you, what's the career path yeah. to get there? I don't know if there is one. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, I mean, I've talked with my peers across the state and the country. I think 
Um, I don't think there's many people that go to school or when they're a kid think I'm going to go I be a chambered executive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it just doesn't happen. Um, it seems that people either come through some sort of a, a banking background, mm-hmm. um, some sort of a political background, um, or um, you know, city government or planning, something like that. This seems to be the trend of the three. I came through the banking background, mm-hmm. so I was in banking for about 10 years before joining the chamber. And it was just a wild hair? Yeah, well, it was the economic development side yeah. of the job description that really mm-hmm. excited me. Um, my team will tell you I'm not the best at event planning or uh, working up speakers, but I, I, can have, I can have a cocktail. I'm decent yeah. at doing that. <laughs> uh, but it's the economic development side, so the recruiting of companies mm-hmm. and um, working with the city team on, on planning and, and learning all about that that really intrigued me. Um, so what skill sets did you bring that uh, really helped you um, in yeah. your job? Yeah, so I think two two things probably at the top. I mean, finance. Since I have a finance degree, back, background mm-hmm. in banking, I can understand our budgets and the process. Figure out we're doing an ROI or return on, on investment on a project. If we're going to give incentives, um, pricing our land that we're trying to sell. So the I, I get numbers. Yeah, I mean that's an easy thing for mm-hmm. me to understand. Uh, and then just understanding what a sales pipeline looks like. Yeah. Right, with banking, it's you're constantly working folks through a pipeline. Um, so on the primary job recruitment side, that I mean, I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. And then on the membership side, I mean, I, I can kind of handle, understand how you get someone in and, and work them through and they either say yes or no and why and, and kind of work from that. So so you say there's like two sides of the house mm-hmm. uh, for the chamber. Can you explain the two different yeah. Uh, functions? <clears throat> yeah. So as you said, we've got two divisions, two sides of the house. However you want to think about it, we do um, what people think of as the chamber. Right, so we have seven employees total at the chamber. Five of those would be on the chamber side of the house. Uh, so that's our events team, our communications and marketing team, uh, membership, and then uh, a coordinator that kind of is our utility player that does all things, reports and stuff. We have about 750 members, mm-hmm. about a quarter of a million in dues from those members, and another 300,000 or so in sponsorships that we sell, about 75 events a year. Uh, we do some advocacy and legislative uh, issues and then some continuing education. So that's kind of what people think of as the chamber side of the house. And then Trenton and I, the two of those seven employees are on the economic development side. Uh, so we do primary job recruitment, whether that's manufacturing, R&D, uh, corporate regional headquarters, tech transfer from OSU, and then uh, supporting our local entrepreneurs to expand. Yeah. Uh, July was the first time we started doing restaurant retail recruitment. So we're, we're kind of learning that process a little bit. It's a lot different than what we normally would have done. So as soon as you say restaurants, you know, the the topic or the joke in town is why are there so many chicken restaurants? Mm-hmm. Are you responsible? Trenton Enselman is responsible yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. um, no, we're not. Uh, the the beauty of um, free market is, is mm-hmm. if somebody has a good idea and has some capital to go start a business and they find a spot within the appropriate zoning, they can go do essentially whatever they want. Yeah, because I think a lot of people also think uh, like City Hall decides which um, restaurants, yeah. you know, show up or which businesses, again, like uh, Target. Right. You know, that's always, you know, where is the Target and why don't we have one? So, yeah. No, I mean, businesses make their own decisions, right? I mean, a lot yeah. of people are going to listen to this are probably entrepreneurs in their own right. And right. They look at their own books, their finances, their opportunities, and they decide where they're going to open their next location or if any. Mm-hmm. I mean, Target's no different, right? right? They have metrics that need to be checked off their list, right? Population size, traffic count, um, zoning within mm-hmm. a city. And if those don't happen, they're not going. Right. And so same way with chicken places or fast casual, right? Yeah. We've got 25,000 students. That's generally the budget or the bandwidth right. that they're looking at. And so we have a majority of those types of concepts. 
Right, and and that's because it does fit yeah. the uh, the community. Yeah. Um, so you, you've talked a little bit about uh, job creation. So what what's involved in in that? And mm-hmm. can you just kind of give me an overview? Yeah. So <clears throat> we we attack it in three uh, three phases. So one would be our recruitment and attraction. So when we're looking f- to find a new company to come to town or relocate. So we submit uh, to RFPs, site selectors across the country that are looking for a particular piece of uh, property or a, a plant or a manufacturing facility that's empty from the move in uh, to move their company. Mm-hmm. And so we work with the city on utility, demand, workforce through Meridian. So that's the attraction piece. Mm-hmm. So most recent one people would think of would be ASCO when ASCO right. came to town. Other would be expansion. So we do uh, visits with all of our local companies. About 50 of our top employers we'll meet with on an annual basis and ask them about questions. Are you hiring? Are you having trouble finding the workforce? Are there rules or regulations uh, that are standing in your way? Are there utility concerns that you might mm-hmm. have? And we try to help them alleviate those so that way the existing companies can expand. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the third leg would be entrepreneurship. So working with Meridian's incubator, working with the university uh, through their technology transfer, and how we can get folks from the university or from the incubator to have a really cool idea and commercialize it and then hopefully we can find them a home within town with a, what facility they might need. So those are kind of the three legs of how we as an organization help job creation in, in town. It's awesome, like a lot of steps going on yeah. in that. <laughs> so a little bit. Yeah. Can t- let's talk a little bit about the incubation. I think that's a really interesting yeah. concept. Um, so, ha- so if I'm an entrepreneur and I I want to get started and I want to try something out, what 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 do I do? Do I call you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you do, I'm going to tell you to call Trenton or Trenton yeah. or Justin. <laughs> um, so, we've had a lot of people ask that question. Where mm. do I start? What's yeah. the first step? And so last year we formed an organization called Startup Stillwater. Mm-hmm. And um, so Meridian would have programming, the Chamber would have programming, and OSU would have programming, but people wouldn't think if they don't belong to that tribe that they could go to that, right? right. If I'm not an OSU student or I don't mm-hmm. take classes at Meridian or I'm not a Chamber member. And so we kind of removed a lot of the branding and focused our resources on Startup Stillwater. Mm-hmm. So I would say where you would start is we have a website. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a phone number on there, an email address. We have a lot of our programming through them. So One Million Cups, uh, our accelerator, uh, some of those classes are taught by Meridian folks, but uh, it's not necessarily a Meridian program. Uh, so that's where I would say you would start with Startup mm-hmm. Stillwater. If you uh, see me at an event or Justin mm-hmm. Hazard at an event at Meridian, I mean, just pull us aside. Yeah. Uh, come to One Million Cups and talk to us, and we'll gladly kind of start to steer you in a particular direction. So what is the uh, uh, entrepreneurial um, family like mm-hmm. here in Stillwater? Is that is it like there's a lot of People or yeah. small but passionate? What is it? Yeah, so I'm, I'm learning more about the ecosystem, yeah. the entrepreneurial ecosystem that we have here in town. Um, I would say that it's large but hidden, if yeah. that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people um, slaving away in their garage or their mm-hmm. living room or their spare bedroom, working on their widget or whatever it might be, all the way down to micro enterprises, right? I mean, all the folks that are uh, multi-level marketing, I mean, those are still entrepreneurs, right? Right. And mm-hmm. so um, it's large but hidden, and so that's what we're trying to do with Startup Stillwater mm-hmm. and one million cups is provide avenues or, or places for folks to kind of come out of the shadows right. and be amongst their peers. And hopefully by that kind of cross-pollination or mm-hmm. serendipitous um, bumping into each other, they, they can create their ideas and, and go on down the road. So um, I would say we have a robust uh-huh. uh, entrepreneur network, but we don't necessarily have all of the uh, tools uh, mm-hmm. to help them. Yeah. So is there a place during, I guess, maybe 
production or you know I just created this project that would be best for them to come to start up Stillwater because you were mentioning the people that may be in their garage working on something or may need a little bit extra but they're not like you know my my idea isn't foolproof or so do you have a suggestion or when should people start to you know branch out and reach out to chamber members or Meridian I think that if you're if, if you're what you just described, right? I've got this idea and I'm working on it. Come to One Million Cups. Okay. So it's the first Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. We have it at Riata's uh, location downtown, and we have two speakers that'll speak about their idea, their company. Uh, it's kind of like TED Talk style, yeah. right? Six minutes plus some Q and A. But the idea is, is that entire um, event and that space is a safe space for people to talk about their ideas and ask questions, right? You might be thinking, well, I'm ready to hire my first person, but I've never hired someone. Yeah. I don't know what comp and benefits and HR and the rules and laws and you know so on and so forth. Well, that's a place for you to mm-hmm. bump into people that have solved that problem already right. and ask them. So first step would be that. I love that you call it a safe space. That yeah. sounds like inviting. And yeah. you know, some people want to come out Because it's your baby there. and you don't want someone to say, well, that's a terrible mm-hmm. idea. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, being able to come in and, and talk to other people who are in the same, you know, like-minded mm-hmm. like we're trying to figure out how to maybe face the same yeah, struggles move oh, yeah. forward mm-hmm. so yeah. really that's very exciting oh it's a cool yeah. i mean you got to come to it it's a fun place now what time is it uh so it's uh from nine to ten uh, the mm-hmm. first wednesday of every month i uh, get there a little early we'll have coffee and donuts mm-hmm. we'll network and then if you want to stay late stay late but we try to get the program within an hour mm-hmm. so that way people can go on to their busy day yeah. and get to it but um, yeah, first Wednesday down at Riata. Come, it's on our website. Yeah. Do I have to go on to my busy day afterwards? You don't have to. No. <laughs> you can have can more coffee with me there? and donuts, and we'll hang yeah. out. Yeah, we'll learn to use emojis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that'll be we my. Right, maybe I'll do a one million cups presentation about my first emoji. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I know that uh, the chamber has an industrial park. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about that? Because I mean, I'm not quite sure what an industrial park is. I mean, I've got a concept yeah. of it, but. Like, how does that, uh, I guess, move Stillwater forward? Mm-hmm. Right. So in 2014, the Stillwater Industrial Foundation decided to merge or gift the assets mm-hmm. that they had to the chamber. Right. So the Industrial Foundation had the assets, but the chamber was the one actually doing the active recruitment. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to have those in two separate buckets. So we, we combined those two. After that, our board started to uh, flush out the idea of what an uh, industrial park would look like, right? So we talked about the attraction Mm -hmm. piece of what we do. We get all these RFPs and they say we need 10 acres or 20 acres and Mm -hmm. we need utilities on side or we need access roads. Well, we didn't have that. So Mm -hmm. we didn't have the product on the shelf to sell. Right. And so what the industrial park does for us is it it cleared about six months worth of headaches that any company would need if they were going to come to town. Um, Utilities are on site. The grading is fairly done, the roads and everything. So it provides us with a way to sell our community to a company um, that puts us maybe a step above mm-hmm. our peer communities that just have 20 acres of land sitting that have no utilities on it. So it's just ready to go yep. for the right project. Correct. Correct. Yep. So we have about 100 acres that we mm-hmm. own, and the industrial park takes up about 65 acres of it, mm-hmm. uh, about 42 on the industrial side, and then about 23 on the commercial side. So for those that are listening and can't mm-hmm. visualize the map in my head, right? So think Airport Road and Perkins mm-hmm. all the way to Marine Drive. Right. right, so airport, uh, and then the train track kind of runs diagonal through there. So is that land like parceled off, or you're looking for a, a company to just fill that entire space, or how does that work? Yeah, it's perfect. Thanks. So you, you almost teed that up perfectly <laughs> for me there. So we carved out about uh, ten acres uh, that we're gonna we've set aside mentally into one acre to two acre tracks for our local entrepreneurs. Okay. So people coming out of the incubator that only need 
a five, six, 10,000 square foot facility, they don't need 20 acres of land, right? right? Mm -hmm. They need one or two. And so that didn't exist prior to this park though. We didn't have one acre tracks of industrial general land. Um, so we have about 10 acres for that. And then we have a 20 acre tract and another acre, acre tract that we're going whale hunting, right? So we're trying to find the next large facility mm -hmm. to come to town. Okay. On the commercial side, we're not gonna be as picky as if you wanna buy one, two, 10 acres. Um, but we kind of have a general idea of what types of business we, we want, and then we want them to be ones that would support the industrial area. Mm -hmm. So probably not necessarily a restaurant, probably think, right. you know, service stations and, you know, tool rental, some repair, welding supplies, stuff like that. Wow, okay. a lot going on. And you, and you just see that, you know, there's land, but there's all this planning and thought has already gone into mm -hmm. it. This was my first development. Uh -huh. um, being in banking, I was on the wealth manager side, not necessarily mm -hmm. the commercial lending. Um, I have much respect for mm -hmm. the Paula Dennison's group right. and all of the engineers and Lambert and Alexander, all the guys that have done projects for mm -hmm. the last 20, 30 years. Um, it was a, it was a challenge. Right. Cause there's so, there, I, and I'm with you yeah. as well on the development services here in, in the city. Um, that there's things that you just don't consider. Right. It's like water runoff and can you put the pipe here and can, you know, this environmental issues yeah. Yeah. and it, you know, it, it starts to build and you're like, how does anything move forward? Yeah. But it's these specialists who know what they're doing yeah. that, that really can help you get your vision to where it needs to be. Amen. Um, so um, we've kind of had this conversation a few times that, you know, Stillwater is um, – we're not an island. We're, we're part of a larger uh, area. And so when people are thinking about relocating to Stillwater or you're going out to uh, to sell or, you know, our um, our community to you know, investors, um, it's not just Stillwater. It's really a kind of a larger area. Right. Yeah. We, so we think in terms of regional regionalism, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, when we pitch a company that's looking to relocate, we have a workforce or a labor shed is roughly 50 miles around. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not an exact circle, but mm -hmm. um, about a 40 minute drive time of Stillwater is the workforce that we're selling. So people living in Edmond, Enid, Tulsa. Um, same with uh, restaurant retail, the commercial prospects, right? We're a regional hub for people that are shopping within Payne County. Mm -hmm. And so it's not always what's going on with inside the city limits of Stillwater, but how do we fit into a broader uh, scope of uh, Payne County and then even uh, 10 county region of Oklahoma City, the MSA of Tulsa, you know, north central Oklahoma with Ponca. So uh, we don't think or speak in terms of isolation because mm -hmm. the site selectors don't think in right. isolation. They want to know, you know, how do you interact with your peers, um, both governmental and non-governmental within your region? Because you could work in Stillwater and decide to live in Cushing or yeah. Parking, mm -hmm. Perkins or uh, Ponca, I guess, even. Because I'm sure. Yeah, have a farm in Glencoe or something. There you go. <laughs> is that the dream, Jasmine? That is the dream. <laughs> nice. I, didn't, I couldn't see you as a farm girl from Glencoe. Oh, but really? I, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so to your point, half of our workforce lives outside of Stillwater. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So we have about 16,000 workers that work inside city limits, uh, 16,000 that go out, 16,000 that come in. So um, it's a very mobile right. um, marketplace for mm -hmm. workforce, for labor. So um, yeah, we've got folks that are coming in from Edmond. When Tulsa, or OSU uh, started doing the big orange bus right from Tulsa, right. Mm -hmm. they have a significant amount of professors that live in Tulsa and mm -hmm. take the bus in. Um, and not even professors, but just admin. Right. I think we were in a meeting the other day and somebody from that meeting said, yep, I ride the big orange bus in and I live in 
Broken Arrow Jinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that w- it's a really good um, uh, service. Because uh, when I worked on campus, I mean, it was before they had the service, and people was like, oh, you know, I don't really want to drive today. Um, you know, I, I need, you know, it'd be nice. We need a carpool or, or something. Or yeah, I need to mm-hmm. do something. And so when that bus came in, it's kind of like, wow, this is just, you know, it's it's usable time, whereas before it oh, was yeah. it was wasted time. Mm-hmm. So it's it really is a good service. Um, so so you've been at the chamber for what? Two years. Two uh, years? December was two years. So, what's your big goal? What's the What's the vision? Where do you, where do you, Where do you want to move the chamber? Yeah. If anywhere, <laughs> across the street. Physically, no. <laughs> I want them to stay there. Right? Uh, yeah. I don't have any desire to go on a building campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think of where I want to go in the within the two divisions, mm-hmm. right? So on the economic development side of the house, you know, Trent and I really want to have fifty percent of that park sold in the next eighteen months. Right. Okay. Um, you know, we big plans. Yeah, That's so big. we've got some projects that are in the pipeline that I think um, could help us get there. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, we have a local company that really wants to expand, and that's our first priority in the next mm-hmm. probably 30 to 45 days is to get them to put a shovel in the ground. Right. Uh, on the chamber side of the house, you know, we've got goals of wanting to expand our membership, right? Mm-hmm. We have 750 members. I think we, sh- we should be able to take that to 800, um, take those dues from 250 to 300 and solidify a as a little more solid organization. Mm-hmm. As far as events go, we've done a really good job, I think, over the last couple of years of making sure that we're providing quality, not quantity, and so we've reduced some of those. We want to continue mm-hmm. uh, doing some of that. Uh, but in general, um, we want to increase our advocacy component, right? Our government affairs uh, committee has a lot of really good ideas, and so I'm mm-hmm. hoping that's the next level for our chambers that we can start to kind of advocate more for our businesses. Right. Well, you've got a lot on your plate. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you know, like your relationship with the city, because mm-hmm. we work together on so many different oh, uh, yeah. levels. Um, so that's, um, y- you know, whenever you, you start getting into these projects and stuff, you realize how symbiotic those relationships are. So you've got the council, uh, you know, the economic development oh, yeah. uh, hat that they the city councilors wear. So you've worked with development services. So it's just one of those, it's kind of a seamless uh, partnership. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, Trent and I have joked, sometimes Sometimes there's weeks where we're in and out of this, this mm-hmm. suite within the building probably three or four times a right. week. And we might need to get an office up here. I think that's what you do. You um, but yeah, do. you know, anytime we're working on a project, I mean, we're sometimes maybe the the first point, or we're working with a site selector. But um, all the heavy lifting is done mm-hmm. usually by city staff, yeah. right? I mean, so uh, it, it's a very close relationship. And if, right. if we didn't have you guys, we we wouldn't be. Um, and I'm not saying this because I'm in your office. I'm like literally mm-hmm. saying we wouldn't be as far along in any of our projects because yeah. I wouldn't understand how large of a pipe a water pipe needs to be. I know, mm-hmm. those, the, all the manuals yeah. <laughs> and all the uh, things that you have to know. Uh, well, thank you for coming in today. Is there yeah. something I didn't ask you that you'd like to uh, discuss? That's a great question. I, I'm usually the one that asks that to That's people, so don't, you, don't get to, you don't get to turn that one on me. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it was a pretty cool opportunity to share yeah. a little bit about what we do. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can make it somewhat of a regular thing. And You bet. Um, I, I do think we'll get you back whenever you start uh, – Getting your industrial park Whatever filled. You get some stuff done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get a few of these things across the finish yeah. line. Hey, I hear no. you. I hear uh, you. Well, thanks again yeah, for coming to so FYI much. Stillwater. And um, we're going to take care of your technical difficulties and kind of move you into the <laughs> 21st century. So that's next on our plate. All right. See you, Justin. Uh, thank you, guys. All right.
Okay, Jasmine, let's go to the mailbox. Uh, the City of Stillwater gets questions from residents, uh, whether it's by email, in person, or... Um, social media. Social media, yeah. <laughs> the big one. The big one, yeah, lots of social media questions. So uh, our first question today is recently the city announced that residents can purchase rain barrels. So we've got a lot of positive response back from that, but we did have a couple of questions like how what size are the barrels? Who's selling them? So, Jasmine, can you explain a little bit about this uh, rain barrel project that's going on? Yes, I can. Um, so, the city of Stillwater is part of the Central Oklahoma Stormwater Alliance rain barrel promotion program but the barrels are sold through upcycle products which is a for-profit business that converts food grade barrels to rain barrels um, all payments and profits are made to upcycle and cover the cost of making the barrel and shipping upcycles municipal program allows them to sell their barrels at a discounted price due to the volume of barrels sold during the municipal events so you're going to get a good deal getting it from us um, we promote the sale and provide the location and manpower for the pickup event we do not receive any profit from the sale of the rain barrels or other items available through Upcycle's website. This is simply a way to allow residents to purchase them at a discounted price and help our community benefit from water conservation and reduce stormwater pollution, which is really the key here um, because it's collecting that water that drains off and you can use it for. I think some of the examples um, that we had posted were watering um, your plants or washing off like muddy boots. The barrels are, to answer her question directly, they're 55 gallons and have a top with a screen and fittings and additional fittings and parts are available on the Upcycle website and each barrel comes with Upcycle's installation guide and warranty information so you'll have everything you need to get started using it. It's really an awesome program because you're right, you can you can collect water instead of allowing it to go into the storm or to create, you know, muddy uh, water, standing water mm -hmm. that could create mosquitoes and all mm -hmm. sorts of things. So you might as well capture that water and actually use it. And save the money on your bill that you're right. going to be using. That's really a good. Free water. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they say nothing the is free, but yeah, it is Water from, from the sky. sky. Okay. Our next question is, is that we have been reaching out to residents for ideas or suggestions for our 2019 community development block grant. So, um, so we do this every year. We mm -hmm. have a number of ways that people can provide um, suggestions. So um, what can you tell us about the community block grant? Well, we currently have two input meetings scheduled um, where people can come in person and talk with our grants coordinator, Valerie Silvers, and submit input. However, we realize not everyone can make it to those in-person meetings on a weekday, so you can also email the grants coordinator at vsilvers at stillwater.org, and that's just how it sounds, vsilvers. And um, try to get your uh, suggestions in by March 8th. We're also sharing social media comments and emails with um, the CDBG projects with Valerie as we see them. So if you're able to get them on social media, we'll take them all in and um, get them to her. And we have full details about this project and what exactly the grant is and how it works on our website. Um, it's a news item. So go there. If you can't find it, just search CDBG and it will come up. Yeah, previous projects have included community uh, improvements like uh, the walk sidewalk over on Virginia between uh, near uh, the Wings of Hope. Near Wings of Hope, mm -hmm. the one there's also one like over by water. by uh, Perkins Road that walk bridge on okay. Virginia in there. Uh, yeah, we've done stormwater, we've done sewer projects. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. Uh, 
playgrounds. There's a number of things that actually fit on this. But, you know, like we are seeking ideas because you may have an idea that we've not really, you know, even considered. So uh, a lot of these ideas have been from residents. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good way to get community improvement. And that's great for our community. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, that's our edition of FYI Stillwater. Tune in for our next podcast. If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org. And in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.